Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. An NHL team asks for extensive medical records on Mark Stone. That according to Elliot Friedman and 32 Thoughts and everything checked out with the VGK captain. We'll get into that when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Hi, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And, of course, you could find us wherever you get your podcast and go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe, Lockdown Golden Knights. And, as always, on Twitter, all the comedy, all the drama, <laughs> we capture it all. All of Chris Golick's new articles that he wrote. Yes. Everything's there, right there at Lockdown VGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And so, uh, Chris, uh, on Monday... Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts uh, tells a story about Mark Stone and that a team, we don't know who that team is, uh, complained about Stone <laughs> being on LTIR and uh, comes back as Stone is battling a legitimate uh, back injury, um, had that second surgery. I joked around. I called him Mark Stowe. On the show, I'm sure I'm sure that I started this investigation, um, but the <laughs> the NHL now considers it, uh, Chris, to be legitimate. And uh, it was uh, a team that went to the NHL, but this time they took a lot of these allegations serious and they went and did a deep dive and they went into Stone's medical records to make sure that he actually had a surgery. That's teeter-tottering on some area that maybe perhaps you shouldn't dive into but the nhl took the allegation serious and then of course uh it came back that mark stone does have a really bad back and something else that friedman said really stuck out that the team said that stone they figure will be in and out that of the lineup in and out of the lineup moving forward into the 23-24 season so let's acknowledge reality here. Mark Stone in the late winter misses a lot of time leading up to the playoffs the previous season. And then, you know, very um, coincidentally comes back in the playoffs for the season, has a great run. VGK wins the cup, yada, yada. The reality is the optics of that look terrible. I have tweeted that I felt there was some level of cooking the books maybe a circumvention. Like my question about Mark Stone's situation is not if he has a healthy back or not. Let's be clear about this. His back is screwed. His back is screwed from however many years of contact and hockey and, and everything else and hoisting the cup. That's not helping either. Of course. Yeah. He's, he's got to stop doing that. Um, but could Mark Stone have come back before the playoffs? I think is the question that needs to be asked, which would have put a big wrench into the salary situation for the Vegas Golden Knights, mainly Barbashev and all the other acquisitions. I know there's reports that the 20 players on the ice have been cap compliant. Sure, but that's not how the salary works. You have to factor all the players who are on NHL contracts. So 
I will give it a fair grade for people that are concerned about the timing of Mark Stone and waiting till the playoffs to come back. Now, moving forward here, somebody complained. Someone blew the whistle. Someone wanted to see the records. Per Elliott Friedman, the NHL did what he said was an extensive investigation. They went hard. Again, Elliott Friedman's words, words, they went hard at the Vegas Golden Knights. They pulled the medical records. They pulled the surgeries. Whatever it happens, the NHL checked those boxes to make sure everything was on the up and up as far as they are concerned. The interesting thing is another team, if I read his comments right, another team is the one who made a statement about this is a situation where, you know, they were told that Mark Stone has what's going to be a reoccurring issue. The verbiage was a little bit strange. So I feel like there's at least two teams that have come forward and identify themselves as, hi, time out. There's a problem here. I want some type of. You know, I actually thought, Chris, too, that other teams had previously complained about this, but they finally decided to go in and unearth all of the medical records. Yeah, but Vegas was irrelevant last year as far as, you know, being a team. So I don't know how many teams actually cared, to be quite frank about it. Um, And then obviously this season, you know, Vegas is right around the top of the division. Mark Stone goes down. And insert uh, naked gun uh, gif where everyone hits their head when Leslie Nielsen and the bad guy are pointing the gun. Whatever, just go watch the movie. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious who this team is. I think that would be a yeah. a fun line I, to again. Sense. Again, here's the NHL at its lowest point ever because if somebody in another sport lodges a formal complaint. We know who that team is. Do we? Ninety percent of the yeah. Do we? I, would say so. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think, don't know. I think the I think the NFL is more transparent than this. Um, I'd have to maybe guess the NBA. I would find we would find out uh, who would make a complaint such as this, and all these other teams. And again, it could come back to jealousy against VGK. Ninety percent of it, correct? It's someone in the playoffs or someone. In our in that we face, it's either someone in our division or someone we face down the stretch. Yeah, it's interesting. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But this is something that do do they do this frequently? I don't think so. I don't think the NHL uh, does a deep dive. And these are the NHL rules, folks, about the LTIR. And of course, Tampa circumvented the rules first in a very good way, strong way that led them to the cups, right? And so now VGK uses that model, and other teams can as well because those are the rules, and that's the way that they are printed up. And now everyone's going to come at VGK, and the Golden Knights are going to have a target on their back consistently next season. No pun think, intended about the target on Mark Stone's yeah. <laughs> back. But keep keep going. I'll jump no, in a second. If you think no, if, if if we think that was just the tip of the iceberg, if you think that uh, Edmonton with the cross checks. If that's not going to happen again, are you kidding me? Next season, that they're going to consistently and continually do that to Mark Stone as and, they sh- and the rest of this team. Yeah, as they should. That's the game, and the Golden Knights are going to give it right back, and so on and so forth. Um, so the Blackhawks are actually the first notable team to kind of have this happen. Patrick Kane had injury late in the season, and basically came back. I think game two of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. 
and the black and the, the Blackhawks literally spent to like within a thousand dollars or something of the available cap space. Like it was the Golden Knights. We joked like what eighteen hundred away from the cap or something at one point <laughs> the season. They were. They the, were. The yeah. Blackhawks might have been even closer than that. So this is more the Blackhawks model where Tampa just parked um, Kucherov, I believe, for the entire season. As far as like recent cap circumvention stories, I had to dig a little bit here because someone made a, a New Jersey Devils fan hit me on Twitter. They're like, you know, this isn't fair. New Jersey got the, the book thrown at them, and why not the Golden Knights? And I'm like, what the heck did New Jersey do? And this goes back to the deal with uh, da, da, Elia, Elia. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank now. Stage fright, stage fright, stage fright. Dang it. Okay. There's a Devils player. I will pull it up while we're talking here. Um, where he got like a 17 year contract. It was literally a 17 crazy long contract. I'm going to look, look this right now. It's Ilya Kolvachuk. Ilya Kolvachuk. There it is. Ilya Kolvachuk. So his contract, if I can pull this up now, 15 years, 15 year contract. So that's the 401k contract. You know he is not playing that contract out. Now, I don't know how the contracts worked like 12, 15, 18 years ago, where I don't know what to do with my hands right now, by the way. Folks, okay, I haven't Bobby. watched Tal- I haven't watched Talladega Nights in decades. I'm sorry, guys. But yeah. thank you all for calling me out. It was funny. I just thought Aiden Hill was crazy drunk, and he was just crazy drunk while doing And he was clubs. crazy drunk. He was definitely <laughs> crazy drunk. But he did wear the LJ jersey. So, uh, yeah, so... Is this going to set a new tone in the National Hockey League for when a player is on LTIR? Can you just ask for medical records? I think it's Can you fair just ask you for an investigation to. like that? You should be able to. I think that's that's no different, folks, than if you walk into a casino here in Las Vegas and you feel you weren't treated properly where you're playing blackjack and the dealer miscounted or something. They didn't pay you and you need to call gaming or something like that to have an investigation. Or if you're rolling craps, whatever, it doesn't matter what the situation is. That clarity and transparency should always be available. And that's why you have a governing body. That's why you have a collective bargaining agreement. That's why you have rules and something else to point out. I think Elliot Friedman said this, if I'm not mistaken, the current salary cap rules are something that all it was on the HL network. It's something that all the teams have to agree on. 30 of the 32 teams were in, were supportive of this type of salary cap model that loosens up in the playoffs because every team wants that parachute where if their star player does go out down the stretch, they got a chance. And let's just pretend for a second that, you know, Mark Stone was going to miss, you know, longer, right? You know, the Golden Knights would have had a much harder path to advancing for the first two couple of rounds. So if I'm the GM, I want to have that opportunity to improve my roster. And, you know, once the salary cap, you know, turns off, then all bets are off. So be it. So at the end of the day, all the fans, you know, that are complaining about the Golden Knights, one, there's now an investigation that says Mark Stone and the Golden Knights didn't do anything wrong. So that's important. I think this just broke today. This is going to, you know, there'll be a lot more of this surrounding uh, on Tuesday's Newsday. Um, and number two, if you've got a problem with the way your GM and your owner runs the league, don't go complaining about how the Golden Knights won the cup because of injuries. Talk to, email your GM, tell them they're, they're tell them what you don't like what they're doing. Like you have a voice, use it, but use it in the right place. And Elliot Friedman also uh, at the end of his comments said that VGK believes that the second surgery will be the one that solves 
uh, Stone's back issues, but Hopefully. we're not quite sure. To, sure about but in that. the same comment, so he also said right before that that VGK, you know, that he's going to have like a he's long. He's going to be in and out. Yeah. So I'm curious how how that's. Um, I don't do it in my hands still. I, I'm I, I never use my hands as much in a show until right now. By the way, just I can't stop doing it. Now I'm going to chain him down. So take us to the next segment, Tony. <laughs> what VGK players can have breakout seasons under Bruce Cassidy in year number two in Las Vegas? We'll talk about that. It's back to business for myself and Chris and for the Vegas Golden Knights. And we'll talk about that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. For a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time that you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can make sure that every part that you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and then look for the green check to know that it is the perfect fit. If not, you will receive your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time at all. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. The right parts, the right fit, the right pieces on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And you could find us on YouTube, Lockdown Golden Knights. And please subscribe there. And if you have a chance, of course, uh, tune in and download on the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And again, on Twitter at Lockdown VGK at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. So, Chris, now that they've swept up most of that confetti on the strip, it's time to get this season into the off-season topics, the important ones. And we want to talk today about uh, VGK players that we feel could have breakout seasons in the 2023-24 campaign. Who are some of the names on your list? And let me guess from the top, you're going to say Pavel Dodorafiev. <laughs> That's um, how Cassidy he's my he's my se- he's my second um, okay is this uh like family feud Ding. Nope. yeah no it's second and uh yeah no i i'm gonna start with paul cotter um paul cotter and i'm kind of thinking from the mindsets should pavel door excuse me should ivan barbashev not come back to the golden knights and kind of my mindset is who is going to take that role paul cotter like like Barbashev can hit. He's got a great reverse hits and he can score from the dirty areas. He can also snipe really well, drive the net like a will like a will carrier with a little better finishing touch. Cotter found himself in and out of the lineup. I think he played all four lines. He was up on line one with Jack Eichel for a while. And you know, he's he's young, he's a rookie, he's just you know finding his game. At his peak, he did get 30 in the AHL. He did get 34 points in 59 games for the Silver Knights, a bad Silver Knights team. So Cotter can really take a step forward, I think. There should be a little less crowding just from some general roster attrition, if you will, because there will be changes to this roster. Some new players may come in, but I really think someone like Paul Cotter is going to take the knowledge from 
you know, he learned in 55 games. I'm sure he's worked his butt off in every single practice from his last time he was a scratch all through the playoffs. Had he had a chance come playoff time, dude would have looked good, I think, and he would have come shot out of a cannon. Uh, now I will go to Dorfeyev, who definitely is a little more, uh, a little better of a scoring option, I think. But, you know, looking at what he did, 52 points, uh, 27 goals with the Silver Knights. Uh, that's pretty, pretty solid. Not a, quite a point-per-game basis. It was 63 games. Dorofiev really came on late, nine, nine points, 18 games down the stretch for the Golden Knights. And under any other circumstance, that doesn't include Mark Stone and Will Carrier coming back, Dorofiev stays on this roster and probably has a good playoff run. Dorofiev has take some, taken some major strides forward. Uh, Gary Lawless called this early in the season that we were going to hear from Dorofiev. I think I've said his name three different times, the last three different times I've said it, by the way. Dorofiev, Dorofiev, and whatever you said a second ago. But point being is Dorofiev is ready to take a major step forward, as is Paul Cotter. And that might be a real good um, camp uh, competition to watch between those two. Cassidy slipped a little bit in a couple of pressers. He was, and he was dancing? Oh. Dude, the South Beach Bruce dance is the best good. dance on the planet. That was and good. people were going bananas about that when that we was posted good. that. That was good. Uh, but he slipped and he mentioned a name. And this is making me think that something is going to happen with the sixth defenseman, Caden uh, Korzak. Uh, he mentioned Korzak's name as someone that is on the radar. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Korzak looked good. He looked good. Didn't he get injured, though, this season? He did. Was he, he did have an injury. He did have an injury. Okay. He also hurt himself, I think, with the with Henderson at some point. Was gone for a while, but could have yeah. come back in the playoffs if he was. That's in. what I thought. And he played in 50 AHL games. Uh, 10 games with VGK, he got a really good look. I think if he weren't injured, perhaps he might have stuck with the NHL team for a while. Uh, great size. He's like 6'3". He passes the eye 200. test. He passes yeah. the eye test. And they're going towards this uh, under Cassidy. I think that the trend will be with bigger and tougher defensemen moving forward. And I don't know. I still feel perhaps that. Alec Martinez could be expendable. I I just feel like something could happen uh, with the defenseman. Yeah, I mean, the defense isn't getting any younger. Definitely the defense is not getting any younger. And you look at what we have knocking on the door, starting with Korzak. Pahal played well, great back there. Pahal here's good my back knock, there. Here's my knock. Well, so he's a free agent, correct? Which one? Pahal. I, I believe so. Either up. either UFA or RFA. But okay, so, they, they, they're going to get him cheap if he wants if they want to resign him. But every time I watch this guy, he makes like stupid mistakes and penalties. He's Unnecessary. He's ninety kid. minutes in the AHL and penalties this past season. Uh, played in the Winnipeg game, the one game. He had a lot of fights. He's got to had a lot of fights, probably. Eight penalty minutes in ten. VGK games, and that's something that they're going to have to really just game, make sure you don't want him. You don't want him in the box. He's not going to be effective. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's got to get some time, obviously, and to develop still a little bit more. But outside, you still got Ben Hutton, who is probably the seventh defenseman of the year if there was such a such an award. Uh, Miramanov, someone who has a nice yeah. scoring touch. Unfortunately, he's having a hard time staying healthy right now. And I, I don't know the nature of his injury, but I saw him on, in a scooter a couple times when I was uh, 
working the VGK games, didn't look even close to coming back. And then he did come back, and there's no video of this that I'm aware of, but he suffered an injury that took a long time to get him off the ice. I don't think we're like talking like a head or a stretcher situation, but you know, lower body, I'm throwing things out there, but I know it wasn't, you know, that type of an injury, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So it's unfortunate for him. Such a good guy, such a fun guy to watch. Uh, he's very great with kids, the way he interacts and everything. And he's just someone you have to root for. I mean, his, uh, I still remember uh, they asked him after he scored. I think Ashley Vice asked, What are you going to tell your parents, you know, when you scored your first goal? And just ear to ear smile, we did it. Like it was, it was, it gave me chills. Okay. That's better than what's for breakfast. That's, that's a good question, I guess. Or, or this, uh, F, or this effing guy. <laughs> this effing guy uh does keegan colasar he feel to me the the thought is that i just got this feeling late in the season and in the playoffs he started to get more confident i thought and was a better contributor and i of course i absolutely loved the quote i really like it when these opponents like hate us this is great like <laughs> when he knows know, when he's microphone he knows he knows when he's that got was, that marketing but, chance but that was but that was awesome it was so i have keegan colasar as maybe a dark horse to step things up and then if they could sign resign brett howden uh of course of the brett howden line i think you know <laughs> but there's no assurance he's going to be back but if he is there's a guy that's so scrappy. I don't know how else to define him. Yeah, I mean, Brett Howden, and again, he, I think he can play on all four lines comfortably. He can play center. He can play wing. And it's very important that we have all these interchangeable pieces because Lord knows what this team has gone through the last two years as far as injuries go and the goalies and what happened the previous season when the team missed the playoffs. So, I mean, Howden, I think he was pretty healthy most of the year without having the numbers directly in front of me. Most of the games he missed, I think, were via scratch, if I'm not mistaken. A great guy to have on the roster. And, uh, you know, just filling those tough line three, you know, plugs, if you will, that we, we, how many times we talk about line three being our, you know, our concern, our area of opportunity. And then, oh, yeah, now it's uh, Brett Howden, Stevenson, and Stone. We're cool. We got line three handled, guys. It's so funny, though, because, again, like I did a podcast over the weekend, that was released on Monday, and everyone seems to associate that third line as the Carlson line, which I find because, you know, they did talk a lot about that during the playoffs, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. again, uh, that was the ESPN coverage, so you just take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, we got that. That's the down thing. Now we're doing the countdown until ESPN gets hockey again. Like the coolest thing about an ESPN broadcast is the song. And then it sucks after that. I don't know how else to say it. The song, like when I first heard that last year, it gave me chills to hear that again, you know, and and then like they started talking. Yeah, big letdown, big letdown. And they got so many good names, but geez, I don't know. Back-to-back, what are the odds for VGK to repeat? We'll talk about that when we return right here. Lockdown Golden Knights. Mm, Sorry. (laughs) Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Crudasco and Chris Golick, who's been working too much. That's fair. And we appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget Fridays are WTF, What the Friday. And uh, Chris... I did post a photo of the guys. Oh, the I saw that. At, they were at Wet Republic on Sunday, and they have they sell these big boats of tater tots. That's what stood out. So there's a Stanley Cup. Well, there's this, they call them boats of tater tots 
that go for 500 each out there at the pool. That's awesome. It was funny. So did Kessel even talk at the uh, celebration? Because I missed that, or maybe he had he had an interview the on the audience, ice. Maybe the audio cut out at the celebration. No, Kessel. No, he's no, he's not that guy. But he did talk um, on. Oh, so I don't know, was Sportsnet or whoever was on the ice uh, during the celebration. Yeah, I saw that, and he did mention he feels young and wants to keep going. Oh boy, it's yeah, not going to be no, here. No, that's it's not, not going to happen. Uh, so, oh, someone we, will sign him. Someone will definitely sign him. Yeah, as we take a look at the fan duel odds on. Who is favored for the Stanley Cup for the 2024 uh, Cup final? Uh, the favorite currently, surprisingly, like typically, and especially VGK having a lot of these pieces back, right? Um, VGK is not the favorite. Uh, currently, it's uh, the Colorado Avalanche at plus 800. And then you've got Toronto in Edmonton plus 1100. I think, That's funny. I think Edmonton blew the whistle. Um, and then there's five teams at plus 1,300, including BGK and Boston, the Devils, Carolina, and Tampa. Is VGK being overlooked? Um, so first of all, locally, the ads are you're giving up a lot of a lot more juice. So definitely bet with FanDuel if you can. Don't bet locally in Vegas because you're you're at 600 for Colorado and 650 for Vegas. So. The same, yeah. This, these are the updated. It's all today. liability, and locally you may get a little more VGK play, but whatever. So the question was: Is Vegas being overlooked? And I mean, their second favorite coming in, it's fine. Um, it's hard to repeat. I mean, what Tampa and then Detroit are the last teams to double up, if I'm not mistaken. And then obviously I always joke with Gil, you know, how the Islanders won four of these things in a row in the seventies and eighties. I mean, how does was, that even happen? That's nuts. I was a I was a kid, and of course, as a Rangers fan, which someone pointed Ooh, out that had but, to hurt. Oh, it was awful. But where'd the, where the towel go? Your towel's gone. Your towel yeah, where'd your towel go? It fell off, man. Well, that, I just that's gonna be a meeting tomorrow. You're gonna get a meeting request for that. Oh no, because I had a backdrop over my shoulder. That was kind of cool. But yeah, so it, oh, and another thing too, okay. The NHL awards are coming up, and VGK gets squat. They was there was not even any recognition. I thought I thought Cassidy should have been a Jack Adams uh, candidate. He should have been one of the final three. Even yeah. at the point where that came out, I was like, "How could that be?" Was it was it Maurice uh, Montgomery who was the third? Maurice Montgomery was it DeBoer? No, was it? Oh God, I hope not. Yeah, I'm just. I felt that Cassidy should have been in the three hole, whatever it was. And Montgomery, because you based it off regular season. So give Montgomery the credit. I mean, obviously, after that, it's a different story. But Montgomery led almost a wire job in the Pacific Division. He should have been third. He he definitely should have gotten some recognition. And after they saw the dance, they tried to add him on late. That I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that. And then obviously we can go about McCrimmon, same deal. Not, I mean, what Zito, I think is the Florida's GM's name, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Was it Zito and then the Bruins GM? I don't understand how the Bruins GM got, because it's the same team. Like it's literally the same team. Did they give it to him because they fired Cassidy? That backfired, by the way. Um, But same deal. I felt he should have been a nominee, but, you know, maybe not wanted. I mean, I think the Florida GM did a remarkable job at retooling that roster quickly. And then obviously uh, the run that they went on down the end, but I mean, VGK got enough love, right? You know, they got a lot of love in season one, as far as NHL awards go, and it got them second place. They're getting the screw job now and uh, it's okay. 
they're eating five hundred dollar uh, tater tot bowls out of the Stanley Cup. Apparently, that's hilarious. Yeah, I think uh, I bet they ate them out of the cup. I bet they ate them out of the cup. They eventually probably made their way into the cup, but those big five hundred bucks they better do Kessel and Stone. They <laughs> had the cigars going. It was great. It's just fun. It's going to be a fun summer. With that 100 day tour, you know, following the cup around, I can't wait to go to the first form, the first practice, watch the guys puke in their guts out. Do you think? Do you think that uh, perhaps um, they will put a schedule out of where you know the cup might be? I've never seen one before. I don't think so, unless there's well, the local team stuff. internally. Spe- speaking of the cup, I'm really hoping that it's going to be at uh, Paint the Ice tomorrow. I'm really hoping it's going to be there. If if the cup is so not tomorrow, paint, you're meaning Tuesday. You get your Tuesday name. today. Okay, you're tonight. Advanced. Tuesday. We're recording tonight. Monday night, folks. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping on Tuesday. You're night challenged for in that area. Oh yeah, as area like of opportunity. Out the next day. I can't so figure out Tuesday. now. You want me to figure out tomorrow? Come on. So Tuesday. My so mind Tuesday. is as bland as your wall when it comes to figuring out what Isn't time and great? what day it is. I know. I've like this minimalistic uh, approach here. Uh, they were talking <laughs> on on Elliot Friedman though too. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, when they were talking about Carlson and when he was with uh, the Ducks and you do this introductory thing where oh, you I go up there and yeah. like, I'm I'm William Carlson and I like to party. That's what he said. Like, you tell us a little bit about yourself. That's awesome. Uh, William, the ABBA music, man, that set me off for sure. Listen, this team has a fun identity. They got chemistry. They're close. There's a lot of things to like about the team and all the goofiness. And I mean, how did, what was it? A Gloria? The, yeah. Gloria what, was St. Louis. For the blues. Like how does, yeah, I'm sure there's a story about that, but you know, the way these things come together, it's fun and it's just, mm-hmm. it's fun. I don't know how else to say it. It's fun and it's weird. And uh, Vegas definitely does this a little bit differently. Although I was talking to, to a Dan from Vegas hockey now. And I said, is this the drunkest rally like ever period? And then he just sends me a picture of a Pittsburgh Penguin player passed out on a rooftop deck after their after their Stanley Cup. So Tremendous. we're doing pretty well, but that might have been a little better. They had a hangover moment before the movie Hangover existed. Uh, I'm curious who in the division closes the gap with VGK. Uh, Edmonton obviously is the number one nemesis slash challenger. Uh, does Seattle make another step up? And the Kings, of course, the Kings are going to be good again. Yeah, I just wonder if the Kings are running in place right now. They're not getting like Vegas; they're not getting any younger. You know, it'll be curious to see what they do in the off season, and that's a big key, right? I mean, Kopitar, you know, starting there, Dowdy, they got a great team, Fiala, but like Vegas, they're not getting any younger. Do they have, you know, some up and coming players? I know like Fahimo, Brant Clark, Quentin Byfield, you know, players like that might be ready we'll kind of see what happens there seattle you got to give some respect to because they did have a remarkable season one game from making the conference final one one period from making the conference final it was a pretty uh close obviously um game seven against dallas um anaheim's gonna be better the sharks are irrelevant the sharks are irrelevant i feel better when i say that the sharks are irrelevant um and they're shopping Eric Carlson right now. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to have to eat a good chunk of that salary and cough up an asset probably to make that deal happen. We'll see. 
Yeah, so maybe they'll uh, want to exchange uh, Carlson for another fourth rounder with VGK because they're not very smart. Flames could make could, could could close the gap a little bit if they, especially if they get the right coach hire. Right, exactly. I think so too. No, I think it's going to be really tight and very competitive. If we thought this past season was tight as far as the Pacific and the point totals and everything else, Edmonton is the Buffalo Sabers. They're 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 a lipstick on a pig. Oof. Take off, take away their power play. Take away their coach. Take away their power. No, take away their coach. They improve. Keep the coach. Yeah, they get better. Keep they the get coach. Better. They're lip. They're the lipstick on a pig version of the Buffalo Sabers. I'm sorry. I, I love saying that. It feels good to say that as well. Um, until they learn how to play defense, until they learn how to score on something besides a power play, and until they get a goaltender that can do something, they're not going to be much of a threat. I'll say it happily. Coming, coming up on tomorrow's show, I think we could focus more on Aiden Hill and what are the chances of EGK signing him? Aiden got bumped today. <laughs> he did get bumped because bumped. of Elliot Friedman. So we'll talk, at least we know what we're going to talk about for the next show. Plans. Oh, wow. That's a step forward for us. This is a step forward. We appreciate everyone tuning in wherever you are at, anywhere in the world. We definitely appreciate you. Make sure that you subscribe on the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and of course, BGK on Twitter. You could find us there. And wherever you get your podcast on Friday, we'll be back, of course, uh, with a typical feature, WTF, What the Friday. And we appreciate everyone, especially the everydayers, that are tuning in each and every day. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.